Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, and I will be your guide for the next two hours. Hey, before we get started, let me introduce my fellow patriots that are here in the room with me today. You know what? I'm going to diverge from that for just a moment, and I'm going to speak to Kevin for, for a moment. I want everybody listening to me here. Kevin, you ever get that feeling as you're walking up to do the show or, you know, an appointment or anything else? Oh, man, I forgot something. What am I forgetting? There's something here that I need. I need something else. I need something else. There's something in my hands I don't have. Sure. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into that in just a moment, but I wanted to preface that there's something that I knew on the way up here into the studio. You know, we're here an hour ahead of time and just couldn't put my finger on it. Couldn't put my finger on what I needed. And as soon as producer in my ear says 30 seconds, my brain went, oh my God, you know what I left in the car? Anyway, on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. You left Earl in the car. No, I didn't leave Earl. Earl's not here, but Earl has the soundboard. <laughs> and I have the backup soundboard in my car. <laughs> and, and on the way up here, I realized, oh, I'm good. And when I sat down in this chair, oh, I'm good. And then 30 seconds, when Tom tells us 30 seconds, I went, oh, crap, I know what it was. So you, I know you, what I you don't have the boot jump. Yeah, I, I, I don't have the talk to corporate, yeah. approve memos. I don't have that. Like a boss. Don't, don't have that. Yeah, so uh, we'll have it for the second hour we'll get that back in here for the second hour but for the first hour not so much not so much so earl is uh, earl is off on an away mission he's on an assignment this week yes so so we'll uh we'll he, he will be calling in at some point during the program so we'll uh, we'll get you we'll get you some of his uh his good old belly laughs so you'll be able to enjoy you some earl uh, on my left guarding the door the legal ninja the courtroom assassin please welcome back mr kevin maxwell dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. There you go. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Uh, busy week. Busy week. Hey, folks, don't forget if you're if you're driving around on the old uh, airwaves, listening to us on your car radio, and you're losing signal going from one city to another, you can tune over to the old internets and go to armsroomradio.com. You can catch us there. A couple days, we'll have them posted up on the internet, so you can listen to all, all the previous shows. And then, of course, if you go to armsroomradio.com, you can see where we're playing in all the different cities and the different times around the country. 
Kevin, interesting week. Interesting week. Uh, that that would be an accurate description. Yeah. You and I were at the gun rights policy conference. We were well, you know, Earl's not here right now, but we were at the, all at the gun rights policy conference last week. And it, this, yeah, I flew back Sunday night, and this I guess occurred while on the, you know, it was happening on on the plane. I flew back late and just went home, crashed, and it was still one of those stories at you know midnight Eastern time where. It hadn't even started. I guess it started at 10 p.m. local time out there in Vegas. Right. So just as I was getting down, it may have hit the news, but it was hitting the news as something's going on in Vegas. But that was it. Didn't know anything until the next morning. We woke up. In fact, the next morning, so it had been you know five, six hours after it occurred in Vegas, the, still the reports were maybe 20, maybe, maybe 20 killed. Not that 20 is a, a small number of killed. It's, it's, it's a horrible number, but you know that's that's how much news came out of it over the you know that first 12 hours. You know they were they were. Their, their care was securing the situation and taking care of the people. It wasn't, well, let's make sure we have the right press conference and put the right numbers out there. They they were very lucky. All the news crews were very lucky that they were there then because they were there covering OJ's release from prison. That's right. So they were they were you know they had personnel and equipment to handle that kind of a broadcast. Right. Yeah. Very close. Yes. Yes. Very true. Very true. So a lot of. A lot of things coming out of there. I know, like like we said, this was a, it was interesting when you and I get to wake up separately Monday morning. We woke up separately Monday morning. There, there was all sorts of news reports going out, and and I don't I know yours did as well as mine did. The phone started ringing off the hook for it did for the uh, tell me opinions. Tell, the, tell yeah, me, exactly, tell me exactly. Uh, did several different radio shows, news interviews, you know, we, we both did too, uh, because they wanted some opinion on, uh, you know, what, what was going on, not from the, the tactical, you know, we'll, we'll, we still probably won't know all of that for, if we ever know that, what happened and why, but it was more of the technical, you know, that right. they wanted, they wanted laws, they wanted, uh, you know, weapons, they wanted to know uh, specifics about the, the tools that were being used. So, and, and we will definitely get into talking about uh, the tools as we know them at this point. Again, every day it seems to be a, a little bit more and, and how this, I'm trying to think. What did we call the last ones? Uh, and I have to th- use the proper word that won't cost us a couple hundred thousand dollars every time I use it. Um, this evil madman, evil man. That's, that's almost like giving him too much credit. This is evil person. This I, this uh, this guy, this guy, the bad guy, the bad guy. So the bad guy, demented soul. Yeah, demented soul, demented soul. Yeah, this uh, demented bad guy soul bag. The, the bag is the second part of the word I wanted to use. Scum? Yeah, that was it. But we yeah. gotta, I think when you put them together, that's uh, that's a fine. So let's not do that. We'll check. We'll check with so the FCC. bag water. of scum. Yes. Yes, but that's I think that might still be too close together. No, there's a there's a pronoun in the middle. A, of? Of. It's not a pronoun. You're <laughs> supposed to part, help me out here. Was a part of, part of, if part if of the possible. FCC is listening, they can't spell. Okay. They didn't get a minor in <laughs> literature. Okay. Oh, true, true. It wasn't literature. It was English. Uh, I wasn't it, talking about you. Oh, that's right. You were talking about you. <laughs> that's you. Yeah, but there were a lot less books back then. Well, there were as many. They were just made of metal. Parchment. <laughs> they, they were on parchment paper. Is this goatskin? This is a great book. Uh, yeah, so we are going to talk about... What happened out in Vegas? We're going to try and give you, again, our view from what we know from the technical side. We're going to try and give you, and we'll get Major Bill on for this, talking about what happened on the, the response side. We'll get uh, Craig Deleuze on from Fire Alarms Policy Coalition. 
he will be talking as well as Kevin will be talking and as I'll be talking about the, the laws surrounding this. You know, the, the, how did this occur? How was this allowed to occur? Well, you know, listen, there's, there's, a, there's plenty of good reasons how this was allowed to occur. And, you know, maybe allowed is the wrong, how this occurred. Nothing, nothing, nobody went and pulled a permit for this. You know, allowed is the wrong word. So we're, we're, gonna, we're definitely going to speak to you about. If there were any failings in the systems that would have safeguarded against this behavior, we're going to talk about what those failings might be. Yeah, we're also going to point to a couple of facts that we know that you may have even heard already, and it was glossed over in such a way that it doesn't. You didn't understand the importance mm, of that particular exactly, exactly nuance. Right. Exactly right. There's a couple, couple for sure that we're going to be talking about. But uh, one thing's for certain. We have at this point uh, 58, uh, you know, uh, people that went to see a concert are, are, are dead. Uh, we have the number I saw when I checked this morning was still 37 in critical at local area hospitals. So that number 58 may go up. Hope, hope and pray it does not. In fact, I wish I could pray hard enough that the number would go down, but I don't think that's possible unless they they've really screwed up a, a number count somewhere. But listen, we've got a we've got a an informative program coming up for you. We'll, we'll stick to what we usually do. We've got some great stories besides Las Vegas and some good guests, but we're going to cover everything for you We can, the best we can. So uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. 
Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the program. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training. That's nextleveltraining.com. Next leveltraining.com get your very own cert s-i-r-t training pistol you could choose from the model 110 glock lookalike the model 107 smith and wesson m&p style and the new pocket pistol hey you don't have time to get your reps in this is how you get time to get your reps in that's nextleveltraining.com and tell them arms room radio sent you okay i've already got enough comments feedback emails texts facebook messages I would say AOL Instant Messenger, but I think they're going off the air now. I think after 20, 25 years, they're, they're, I didn't even know AOL still existed, but I just saw that AOL Instant Messenger is going away. I did not get a message there, but the messages I got were, you got to play the music. You got <laughs> to play the music. You got to play the music. So I wonder why your phone was going crazy. So I, so I got the music. I got the music. Let's see if it works. For those of you who don't know Michael well enough, he has the CDO. That's OCD, but it has to be in alphabetical order. If it's not in alphabetical order, what's the point in having it? That's just saying, you know, if you're going to do it, do it right. Uh, we, we are going to talk to you. We're going to start off talking to you about We're going to jump right into the Las Vegas shooting. 
Kevin, I want to I want to hit a couple of the I want to hit a couple of the items that uh, are, are top of everybody's head. The 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 bullet comments. The oh my goodness, how did this ever happen? Kevin, 30, 33 gun purchases in the past year. Thirty three gun purchases. How is it legal that you can purchase thirty three gun purchases in the last year? And I'm not talking about in places like New York or New Jersey where they ration firearms there, to. There there is not a there's not a restriction on the number of firearms you can purchase. It, there just isn't. It, it's, it's, that's like trying to say, you know, there's a limit on how many bottles of Diet Coke you can buy. Yeah, or, you know, or, and that's something that... In New York there is. They, they tried in New York. I've been, I've, the, the conversation I've been having with everyone is, well, how can he have 33 guns? I get that there's the Second Amendment, but how can he have 33 guns? And I say, how many, how many posts did you have on Facebook this year? How many books or newspapers did you read this year? Because if we're talking about the number of times I get to exercise a constitutional right, just let me know what it is. Let me know what it is because I'm going to I'm going to trade off with you. If I can only have 10 guns this year, you only get to have 10 opinions this year. If you, uh, let's see, uh, you know what, you're talking about the number of guns I can have in my lifetime, that's fine. Then let's go with you get to have right to a counsel five times in your life. After that, you're on your own. It's, on your own. It, in the, the problem with, People want to make a big deal out of the number of firearms he had. That That's not the issue. Correct. It's what he did with the ones he had in his hands at the time. You know, you there is an old saying that you can only shoot one gun at a time. Right. It, and unless you're, you know, wild Bill Hickok, yeah. you're yeah. only going to shoot yeah. one gun at a time. Right. You, you might could shoot two, but you're not going to shoot three or more. And let's remember as we talk about this, folks, that the gun didn't shoot anybody. All right. These guns were not set up. Uh, you know, they did not walk into the hotel themselves. They did not decide to put themselves together. They did not decide to install a, a, a slide fire or a bump stock onto themselves. They did not decide to break out the window, and they did not decide to shoot down into a crowd of, of and, people. And the guns did not go off by accident. Correct. Yeah, the yeah guns... there was no spontaneous combustion in the chambers that caused these rounds to go downrange. This, this was, was the act of of a human being who decided to do something. And I hate that he did it. We all do. But it, but it doesn't. If he'd done it with a bus full of explosives, we'd be just as angry. If he had done it with an airplane full of jet fuel that he took over with some box cutters, we'd have just been just as angry. Would we be banning airplanes and box cutters though? No. Okay. That's the point. But this was the tool. Everyone wants to politicalize. The, the firearm, you know, we need more gun control. Okay, well, gun control wouldn't have changed this. It, it's the nothing, there's nothing out there that would have changed the fact that he lost his mind or he's been, there's an agenda that I don't understand right now. And there's something going on that, right. that hasn't come to light yet that would have motivated someone or, or a group of someones because this doesn't look like, in in my opinion, the actions of a single individual. It just there's something about all of this does not make any sense yet. I can't wait to find out. Hopefully, we find out what the trigger was. There's a, there's a trigger to this. There's there's something that sets him off. Whether it was a month ago or ten years ago, there's something in his mind that says, "I'm going to do this at some point. I'm going to do this. This is going to be my my swan song, my I, exit. I, this I is mean, going there, to be how I'm going to do it." Sometimes people they they go around the corner and and they go around the corner big time, and you don't see it coming. I, I have experienced an individual who who 
resigned his job and gave a written notice of resignation. And on that same day, he wrote a suicide note and he waited 30 days for his resignation to take effect and then killed himself. Who has, who has the patience right. if you've decided you're going to take your own life to wait a month so that you're not actually an employee of the company anymore? It's just, there, that is a severe mental illness. Right. And we need to figure out what it is that triggered this event because that's going to be the solution to any further threats to our society. Find out what this was and find a way to intervene. Yes. Yeah. Whether this happens to be, again, folks, throwing this out there because these are the things we're seeing in the news. I have, I have no definitive information on which of these is correct. I've seen that ISIS has claimed responsibility. I don't see any links showing him to ISIS at this point. If ISIS I've thought seen, they could, they'd claim responsibility for cancer. What, exa- exactly right. So I've seen that, you know, he did not act alone. Again, I've seen nothing uh, beyond that. Uh, I, I, I've I've only seen what's on the media as well as you have. We've got some inside sources, but there's nothing definitive coming from that. I'm 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 going to wait. Kevin has a theory. We have working theories. We have possible theories. Right. We we think this may have occurred. I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. I, I, I from at this point, as I sit here with you now, just based on what I found. Now, ten minutes from now, I find out something else. This might change. So next week, when something else comes out, and and we find out more information. Well, Mike, you said this. No, no, I'm telling you what I know as of now of the information provided to me now. I think he did act alone, but I think his vision of how this was going to occur was because of the things he saw on television and movies, like. I could shoot my 308, my 762 rifle at the fuel tanks two miles away and they'll explode. His car, which had tannerite and had uh, f- or, or, you know other accelerants in it, I could shoot at my car and that'll explode. Uh, you know, I think a lot of this was what he saw on TV and what he saw in the movies. I can use my guns to shoot down and. I could I could kill twenty two thousand people because he brought you know several thousand rounds. Didn't happen, didn't happen. Uh, you know, Kevin, you, you have you have a slightly differing opinion. Again, we don't know. We this don't. is just where our brains are going at the moment until we find out all the information. Yeah, it, it's. I've heard a lot of discussion on the media about the fact that it appeared he had a plan to escape. Who checks into a hotel room with their own name? with a plan to escape and not get caught. That's yeah. not... Doesn't try and hide from the cameras at all. No, you know? it just doesn't make any... Right. There's something else happening here. You don't have that kind of a break suddenly, but have had this much time to put it together in this much detail. I, I told somebody the other day, it was like somebody found you in a field with a very bad head injury, and they happen to be a brain surgeon, but all they have is a steak knife and a pair of tongs. And they save your life, but you need to get an infection because they forgot to wash their hands. Yeah. Right. If somebody doesn't yeah. do this that yeah. well and forget to do that part. Right. It just it it doesn't it doesn't make there's a there's a really big hole in the middle of this, and I'm waiting for for the investigators to fill that hole in. Hopefully. So that this makes some kind of sense. Hopefully. It, without knowing what that what's missing here, right. there's no way to assess and protect in the future. Right. 
Listen, when we come back from the break, we're going to, I want to talk to you about the firearms used, how he was able to obtain those firearms, the accessories added to those firearms we're going to, we're going to talk to you about. And then we're going to talk to you about some of the reasons that we've heard why this may have been, uh, how, how he wasn't cited. That's, the, that's what we're going to talk to you about, one thing. We, we didn't know where the fire was coming from. We didn't know where the shooting was going on. We're going to tell you how that happened. We're going to, we're going to give you a prime example of that happened. And it's a... You know, Kevin, I guess I just learned it as a standard tactic in, uh, you know, in, in, in government service. And, and I think that's probably where you must have learned it uh, also, you know, from, from tactical Some, training. You somebody know, else's government. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So we'll, we'll talk to you about that when we get back. Uh, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Celtic Studios. We'll see you after the break. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C. USA.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. This is the Gun Tech USA segment of the program. I talk to 
I do this every week. I know I tell you this every week. I talked to our, our good friends out there at GunTech yesterday. Trying to get him on the program. Trying, trying. He's got airtime available. He wants to come on during the GunTech USA program. But he's, he's got the family. He's got the family. Saturdays are always uh, always the deal, always the thing with the guy. They're, it's, they're out in Arizona. It's, uh, in fact, I checked the temperature out there earlier today. It was something like 700 degrees. <laughs> but I think that's that's metric. It's, so it's probably like 110 American, whatever whatever the difference is. I'm not sure. Or Kelvin. Maybe it's Kelvin. And that's 700 degrees Kelvin. Yeah, it might be 700 degrees Kelvin. So it's uh, it's pretty pretty hot out there. Do, you know what they're doing? You know where they are right now? Well, I, I think they're probably making stoneware. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 700 yeah. Degrees Kelvin. They they are they're at the ice ice palace, the ice den. I think is what he said. Out there in the middle of Arizona, in the, in the Phoenix Scottsdale area, there's some big ice rink. And they go to the ice rink when it's cold like this, and just, or when it's hot like this, and just yeah. put on their bathing suits and lay on the ice. Yeah, he said it's he said it's really weird because uh, you you have to you can't get dressed at home to go to the ice den. You've got to get Pack dressed for 110 degrees. <laughs> exactly, Take you've got to get there, you. run inside, and change while you're inside. So uh, you, otherwise, you can't. You have you to gotta, run because the parking lot melts your shoes. Oh, it will. It absolutely yeah. will. Yeah, yeah. It. Uh, it it would be uh, you try running you ever try running barefoot in that uh, that hot that hot asphalt. I, I have yeah. I have had words with someone who was walking their dog on such a platform. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and I I might have convinced them to remove their shoes right, right. and walk along with the dog. Right. And they decided that they would put the dog on the grass. Yeah, yeah they, very quickly. That's, that's but it. I can be very persuasive back in my previous life. That's true. Very very well, you very are, progressive. You right. are a dog whisperer. So. I, well, I do speak dog. Yeah. I do speak dog. Kevin, some of the things we want to talk about with the shooting in Vegas. First, Kevin, there were no muzzle flashes. There were no muzzle flashes. This is the theory why this, this the, the shooting didn't occur from the 32nd floor. There were no muzzle flashes. There actually were plenty of muzzle flashes. You just didn't see them because they were back inside the room. Standard tactic. If you've seen American Sniper, the Chris Kyle story, did you, have you ever noticed they never stuck the barrel through the hole in the door or the window or the wall? You, the, the only person that ever did that was uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, yeah right. That's, he, and he didn't have any training right. with regards to firing from a fixed position right. at a moving target. You can't really fire at a moving target from a fixed position if you can't articulate the barrel. And so he stuck the barrel out the, the window. And that was his pivot point. He used it that was, as, the, as his front post, right. yeah, as his front uh, support. Uh, why, folks? Why? What, what are you saying, Mike? What are you saying, what, Kevin? Well... Used the standard tactic again. You could see Chris Kyle doing this in the movie American Sniper. American Sniper. You stay back. You stay back three feet, six feet. That way the muzzle flash, where if you happen to be staring at the perfect angle at the muzzle so it's pointing at you, you may see it. Maybe. But anything from the sides, guess what? You're blocked. You're blocked by the you're blocked by the building. You're blocked by the sides. You, the only person that will see that flash is the person that it was aimed at and it's because they're looking at the barrel. Ex- exactly right. Exactly right. Now, here's one of the reasons I think this guy learned all of his tactics from TV and movies. How, how did they find him? How did they eventually find him on the floor? Well, he shot the guards in the hallway. Because the guards were coming to investigate the smoke detectors going off. Right. Guess what guns do? They, they, especially what apparently was the platform he was using, um, they smoke. Yeah. A lot. Yes. Depending on the quality of the ammunition you use, they can... They can be downright unbearable yeah. to be in the room with them. These AR-15s with these slide fires on them, smoking off a lot. Now again, you're talking one or two pop rounds, it'll 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 bleed off. 
It makes me th- it makes me believe, and here's my theory: this guy did m- the majority of his shooting living out where he is. Yeah, we talked about this outdoors. Right, outdoors, not at not at one point realizing, wow, that's that's going to smoke a lot indoors. Mm-hmm. There's a method. I'm not going to tell the method. There's a method to com- completely take smoke detectors, fire detectors out of the equation without you know short of you know cutting them out of the wall and and uh, uh, you know rewiring them together. Hot so wire in the uh, hot ex- wire exactly. In the- Smoke detector. There's, there's well, you a, know, it's illegal to tamper with or alter a smoke detector. That's true. The uh, the hotel police will come come for you and give you a, give you a hefty fine. No clean towels for you. Uh, well, you, obviously, it's because the risk of loss of life. You know, with the if something if, if a fire were to start in your room, but he didn't do that, which tells me he had no experience doing Fire, that. Firing from inside. You know, the other thing I didn't see in any of the images that have shown up on the net, and I don't know whether they're real images or fake images. I didn't hear it, see any hearing protection. No. And I got to tell you, firing from that position in that room without hearing protection would be excruciatingly painful. He may have shot himself in the end just because of the pain in his ears. <laughs> you know, it, it, let's it, not to make a joke of it, but that's how intense it, his it, ear pain would have been. Yeah, it, it would have been blindingly yeah. painful. Yeah, eardrums are gone. He's probably bleeding out of his ears at that point. Uh, and... I just, just, that's the kind of stuff that doesn't make any sense to me. It just, unless you are, there are, there are things that you can take. Right. Things that can be given to you uh, that will desensitize you to that, you know, it's it's basically, you're stoned. Yeah. You're, you're, you're drugged up. You're hypered up from whatever it is that you've ingested. That may be, but we won't know that until we see the toxicology reports. And I'm sure those will eventually come out. Is to, did he have something in his system? Um, pain medication, psychotropic medication, something that would have uh, accounted for, or maybe he didn't and he was supposed to have. Right. Um, it, it, again, it's very strange. From from a technical point of view, I can't imagine, considering the number of rounds he'd fired, how it would have been possible to even see in that room. Absolutely right. You know, it would have looked like from from outside if there had been lights on there, like there had been a fire in the room. Yep. The smoke would have been billowing out of that room. Yep, it would have been. No, no matter how good the bathroom fan is, no, there's, there's going to be. Gonna, it's not going to move that kind of volume of air. There's going to be smoke billowing billowing out of that room. And that might make us make make sense why he broke two windows. But my understanding is he had two set firing positions. And again, the the hesita- the the breaks, if you will, between. The bursts of fire that I've heard, and again, we're talking about cell phone videos, and they may not record particularly accurately just because of their sample rates. Um, he may have been moving from one firing position to another because it seems like an awfully long time right. between the end of one string and the beginning of another string for him just to be reloading. Right. It, it seemed excessive. Yeah, and if he's got other rifles set and ready to go, they're loaded and ready to go. This might have right. been literally a walk across the room trying to choke through the smoke and get get to where you could see on the other side. Or he's running back and forth between the two rooms trying to get out of the smoke, right. wetting the smoke, wick away, if you right. will, and then moving back into the other room. But again, I don't get the impression he planned that. No. Because that's not how you would have dealt with it. It He broke the windows. That was not the most tactically sufficient way to, to open a firing position. Cutting the glass... Would have made more sense 
it, it was the only way you could see where he was firing from is because the entire window came away. I don't understand the, this is one I've still got to put together, the hammer. I, I believe at one point he looked for the reports that he looked for a way to remove the window. If you're going to fire through a window. You know what you use to remove the window? Yeah, uh, the, the, the bullet. 308 rounds. The bullet. Yeah, your yeah. five, five, six rounds. You just put a burst through them and guess what you don't have anymore? You don't, you don't have, have a window in the way. Right. And it doesn't break that much of the glass out of the way. Right. Because of the speed of the projectile. Just, again, really clever things. Looks like he studied. And then really stupid things. Like he was making it up from a Mickey Mouse video. Exactly right. That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of this stuff he learned on TV. You know, where he, you know he read uh, he read some uh, internet commandos, you know, guide to removing windows or something. It just it doesn't seem to have seem to have worked. You know, and, and those people, of course, learned it all from TVs and movies. You know, unlike unlike uh, how it really occurred. Uh, I heard 2,000 rounds gone down. Is what is was was the estimate that I heard 2,000 rounds firing down. Okay. One of the initial things I heard was. Oh, it's fully automatic. They're, they're machine guns. They're belt-fed weapons. Mm, no, there was no tracer rounds. I didn't see. Can you can you get belts of ammo without tracer rounds? Can you take them out and put no tracer rounds in there? Absolutely. It's, it's a lot of hard work. It's, it's very difficult. Uh, but evidently, he did try to find some tracer rounds to shoot in the type of weapon he had, which was magazine-fed, not belt-fed. Two things about tracer rounds. Well, it, they, they, they work both ways. Exactly right. <laughs> Yeah. Tells you where you're shooting and tells everyone else where you're shooting. We'll talk about his shooting technique, and we're going to talk to you about the, the weapons when we get back. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved and make a donation today at hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. Kevin, we left off trying to uh, include everybody on the type of weapons that were used here. I think we should spend a moment or two talking about bump stocks and what they are and why they're legal. I know we could go into this for... Mm, what do we got? A two-hour program? We can go into it for at least two hours talking oh, about ju- just bump stocks. Uh, what is a bump stock, folks? It's it's a it's an add-on to a firearm, and it's an external add-on to a firearm that allows you to shoot in a simulated full-auto method. Now, I can tell you I have one. I had one until I lost it in a horrible boating accident this week, but I had one, and it, by the third magazine... Uh, you're shooting it, and anybody that's in the neighborhood listening goes, that guy's got a full auto rifle. It, there's, it there's does no there's increase no difference. the cyclical rate substantially. Uh, you know, I could get it to six to 800 rounds per minute. Now, obviously, depending on the type of magazine you have, you're looking at you know, 20, 30, 60, 100 rounds maximum, putting it through there. But that's the rate of fire, 60, 600, 800 rounds per minute. And again, any set of skill, any, I'm telling you about the third magazine, you know, when you're out practicing shooting, you're a pro at it. But it's, it's, it's not that hard. It's nearly impossible to use on a tripod. Oh, it's very, very difficult because <laughs> you're doing the opposite uh, method of push and pull. You're, you, you know, uh, left up becomes down and down become or left becomes right. Yeah. Uh, the ATF approved the Alcohol Tobacco Fire the Bureau of Alcohol Tobacco Firearms and Explosives Firearm Technology Branch approved approved the use of these. This was under Eric Holder. This was under Barack Obama. Yeah, Trump didn't do this. Their 
ATF approved this firearm accessory. Now, whether the president walked downhill and went, no, I approve that. I'm not, I'm not implying that. I'm, I'm saying that the leadership they put in place approved this. All right. This is the letter that was the, the, the approval. To whom it may concern, included in this box, I'm sorry. This is in reference to your submission and accompanying letter to the firearms technology branch, ATF, asking for an evaluation of a replacement shoulder stock for the AR-15 type rifle. Your letter advises that the stock, commonly called a bump stock, is intended to assist persons whose hands have limited mobility to bump fire an AR-15 style rifle. Your submission includes the following, the block to replace the pistol grip while providing retention for selector stop spring, a hollow shoulder stock intended to be installed over the rear of an AR-15 tube, the firearms technology ramp evaluation confirmed that the submitted stock does not attach to the rear of the AR-15 type rifle, which has been fitted with a sliding shoulder stock type buffer tube assembly. The stock has no automatically functioning mechanical parts or springs and performs an automatic mechanical function when installed. It does not have an automatic mechanical function when installed. In order to use the installed device, shooter must apply constant forward pressure with the non-shooting hand and constant rearward pressure with the shooting hand. Accordingly, we find that the bump stock is a firearm part and is not regulated as a firearm under the Gun Control Act or the National Firearms Act. This would be a class three, a class three item, a federal if it a were regulated. Class, if it were regulated. Now, Kevin, you and I had this conversation when this came out, and we said. Well, the ATF screwed up. <laughs> well, well it, it, the Atkins accelerator. Yes. Yeah, I had one of those. Yeah. And, and ATF sent me a letter that said, send me the spring. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, we, we and, may have approved it before, but, we but we're revoking any, our approval. Yeah, we, we're not yeah. approving it anymore. Yeah. And I, I packed up the spring and, you know, I made out a letter and I sent them the spring and said, thanks. And they sent me a receipt. Right. Um, and it's, it's uh, bump stocks, because they're not serialized, are impossible to trace. They're plastic. The, the, the <laughs> upside is that Atkins said sold only through the uh, through the use of a credit card, so they knew every buyer. Right. So they were able to, to identify all of us so that the ATF could come contact us. Right. Now, now I'm, you know, listen, I happen to, like I buy most of my firearm parts in, in, in cash, uh, with, you know, without a receipt from a legitimate place, legitimate source. But, uh, again, I lost I lost my slide you know, fire stock in a horrible, boating, a horrible boating accident this past week, so, so it's gone. But... This was one that you and I looked at and said, mm, no, this, it, this it, won't be long. This it, won't be long before this it, is banned. It looked like it was going to be a problem, but it was out for an awfully long time. About seven years. About before seven years. anything yeah. that I've never heard of anybody using one of those inappropriately. Right. I think there were so few of them. I think there were so few of them that it didn't catch the lawmakers' eyes. It didn't catch uh, a lot of the ATF eyes. And, but I think there was enough of them to where people got them and started to get careless and they become a little bit more known in the gun shooting community. Atkins Accelerator. If you say that to 10 people that own ARs, 10 of them would go, a, a what? Yeah. But if you said slide fire, half of them go, oh, yeah, no, no, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So this is one that, you know, he was able to get. You, you bought this online. You bought this at a gun show. You bought this walking into the store. I think at one point I saw them online in the, uh, your giant box stores. You know, you did. Was, and, 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 and a little prepackaged now, now they're off. Oh, they, oh yeah. Everybody's yeah. taking them down. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, where do I think they should go? Mike, where do you think they should go? Kevin, where do you think they should go? I I think this should be uh, a, a, a regulated item under the National Firearms Act. I, I if, if it increases the cyclical rate. Right. Without changing the number of times you pull the trigger. Right. I think it's probably, it qualifies as a machine gun. Right. Yep. And this may not be a technically a machine gun in the, in the uh, traditional sense. 
It does not have a, a sear pin. It doesn't have the extra hole drilled into the receiver. But again, this performs the function of that. Now, Kevin, you and I know we can both do this with a rubber band. And, and, and my thumb, my rubber band, and a belt loop, and I can do this. I, I could do this with a, with a crank. Yeah, right. I could yeah. put a crank on the side of that gun right. and just, and just I could create, especially turn it into a Gatling gun. The yeah. faster I can crank the crank, the faster the gun fires. I could do this turning my finger sideways. You can. And, I, and do this. I, you know, I, but it's just a matter of you can't regulate my finger, you know, you, you, with the NFA anyway, you know. I'm sure well, there's could. some sort of finger regulation. You know, you I got a hatchet. Know. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's got to be a method, but right. So, but I, even I believe, if he hadn't again, been firing full auto. Right. Right. He I could still just, just, I mean, it, damage is damage. Yeah. You you can still put 300 rounds down range pretty quickly just using your finger. Right. Uh, 300, excuse me, there were, there were 33 guns in the past year. Again, we talked about this, how there's the only rule out there for purchasing firearms. Again, there's some states that have these different rules. Some of, some of you that are unfortunate lived in the, in the, uh, the communist states with the with the gun laws extremely restricted, you can get, you could buy as many firearms as you want. Now the only restriction is multiple handguns within five days. You could still buy them, but it has to be reported to the ATF, and that's because of the the in 1968 the Gun Control Act, the further advance of the Gun Control Act with little Saturday night specials were starting to pop up up in the Northeast. This was a way to track that, and again it was it was uh, it was amplified after the Brady Bill, you know, the, where you got uh, your, your your wait period. So. You can only buy handguns in your home state. You could buy long guns in any state until Holder, Holder, Holder Nance gets uh, gets taken care of, the ruling that, uh, that came out of Texas not too long ago. Uh, he bought these guns in a variety of gun stores. Again, the ammunition. How could somebody have so much ammunition? Folks, I got to tell you, listen, I don't buy ammunition unless it starts with 1,000 because that's how you get a good deal on ammunition. It's just like going to buying ammunition at uh, your your wholesale store. You know, if I buy mm-hmm. one bag of potato chips as opposed to a case, I'm getting a better deal. Sure. You know, we do a bunch of shooting, so I buy I buy ammunition in bulk. There's nothing wrong with buying ammunition in bulk. There's nothing wrong with having bulk ammunition. It's just easier to do it. Some states, we know California, we know Washington State now. Every time you buy ammunition, you got to pay a nickel and a nickel around because uh, they're the restricting EPA tax or something. Yeah, yeah, and they're just coming up with re- ridiculous ways and ridiculous methods. Listen, the number one thing that you need to know about this, and you have, you've, you may have, you may have not heard this, this occurred in a gun-free zone. I don't know that it would have made any difference. Here's where it would have made a difference. Kevin, were you going into a gun-free zone? No, I wouldn't have gone into a gun-free zone. Mike, Mike right here doesn't go into a gun-free zone. I'm not going into a gun-free zone. Listen, if you're standing down there 400 yards away, which is roughly where this was, is your sidearm, your everyday carry, your three, four-inch pistol going to do any good? No. Not really, no. What good would it would have done? I wouldn't have been there. It's a gun-free zone. I'm not going to be there. Uh, it wouldn't have happened at, at, at all. And, and even if you had tried to return fire, do you know what would have happened to you? Yeah, your rounds would have fallen short onto other people. And other people in the crowd would have shot you. Yeah. Because yeah. they would have assumed you're the active shooter. Right. Because no one was looking... 32 floors away into the sky to figure out where the bullets were coming from. Correct. Absolutely correct. Now this, there's, there's other reasons. We'll probably touch on it later on the program. We're going to, when we get back from uh, the break, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to skip up a little bit. We're going to have Craig Deleuze coming back on with us. So we're going to get uh, some of his insight and we may a little bit later in the program, get back to it. But for now, uh, listen, until, until we see you in a few minutes, please exercise your second amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you next hour. Be safe.
Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hot for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the arms... It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gum time. My name is Mike. I am your host, lead guitarist, driver of the Winnebago, and what is the other one? Deputy Chief Cook and Bottle Washer. I always want to forget that one. Hey, let me go around the room real quick. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. And Earl's not here. Earl's not here. He's uh, he's on a, he's on an away mission. We should have him call in. Uh, last last segment of the program, I believe we'll have Earl talking to us, chatting with us. So that that should go over there. It's always good when Earl calls in. I mean, listen, I, I prefer Earl sitting right next to me because he's the he's the right hand man. But uh, but he's not here today. So but I, I do have with me on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. 
Dun, 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 dun. Thank you, Michael. Dun, dun. Yeah, I only had the one song. Yeah. <laughs> I could only find, find the one on my soundboard, so we're, we're gonna go with we're gonna go with that one song. So I, we don't let you drive the soundboard very often. No, I'm not the soundboard guy. I used to be the soundboard guy, and then it got to be more than one sound, so it was beyond me. <laughs> so <laughs> how do you how do you do the switch? There's a left button and there's a right button. I don't get this. I don't understand. So that's why we've got uh, we got Earl and Fred to take care of the soundboard. So. Uh, Hey, folks, don't forget, you can check us out on the Internet live 3 to 5 p.m. Saturdays. That's about uh, about an hour into that right now. If you're listening to us in the future, then uh, it would be in the past, and you can listen to us uh, during the week at armsroomradio.com. That's armsroomradio.com. Hey, we're going to jump right into uh, our our guest here because he's got limited time today. I want to welcome back to the program Mr. Craig Deleuze. Craig is with the Firearms Policy Coalition out of California, representing a lot of the West Coast. Uh, Craig, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How are you gentlemen doing? We're doing well. We're doing well. Last time we saw you, we were, I guess we were pre-Vegas shooting. You know, we, we all saw each other the night, the night before, and it didn't, didn't, uh, didn't happen until we were all sitting, sitting at home on the, in, in the morning. Now, did you hear about it at night when you were out there, Craig? Cause you're on West coast. Did you hear about it Sunday night? I, I honestly did not find out about it until I woke up on Monday morning. Okay. Same for us. Same for us. So I, let me let me let me ask you. We listen. We were obviously, and again, Craig, thank you very much for sitting in with us last week and helping to uh, to guest host the program. That was a treat, and we look forward to doing it again. I think we're going to be we're going to do it again when we're out in uh, at Shot Show with you. So so really looking forward to that. Um, looking forward to that definitely. Your your initial opinions on? Let me ask you this. First off, we understand tragedy. You know, pray for the families, and 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 we'll do everything we can. What's your opinion on these? these slide fire stocks and what you've seen so far? Well, you know, okay. So so first off, I'll just tell you that in terms of whether or not it's something that I'd be interested in having, quite frankly, at least in California, um, there, there are questions as to whether or not it's actually legal in California. Right. Uh, That's number one. Number two, uh, ammo is pretty darn expensive. Yeah. Yeah, Especially (laughs) when you're paying a nickel of uh, a bullet tax, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. On top of on top of everything else, right. so um, you know, I don't I don't know that it's something that I'm interested in. But but here's the thing: is is what I found what I have found over the last week in dealing with media and dealing with politicians has been this: is that there's this rush to make decisions about something that most people didn't even know existed a right. week ago. Right. And even today, those very same people want to ban them, and they still don't even really know what they are or how they work. And so, you know, and I always say this, when it comes to understanding firearms technology and firearms policy, the details matter. And the problem is the people who are pushing the policy really don't understand the details. They don't understand – they may understand the law, but they really don't understand the technology and so you, in the end, really don't know what it is that you're, in the end, going to wind up banning. Craig, why, why is it okay that when something like this occurs, and, and again, let me, let me point out for everybody individual, 58 people killed at, 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 in Las Vegas. Last month in Chicago, 57 people died from handgun violence. 762 people died from handgun violence in Chicago last year alone, yet we don't hear anything like this coming, coming from those deaths. I, I, I don't understand why this now all of a sudden they want to ban this item craig are there any other rights that you know of or any rights that you'd be willing to give up if it was not a firearm issue do you know of any other right that people say oh my goodness look at that dirty magazine we're going to ban parts of the first amendment 
Is there anything else out there that, that you could compare to this? There were people just att- are willing to attack your rights, and half the country goes, well, that's okay. That's all right. Well, no, and that, that's because there are many who, because they choose not to exercise the Second Amendment, their Second Amendment rights, for them, it, it, it's not a big deal because they choose not to exercise it. Um, and what I, what I try to get people to understand is, look, if you, if you are going to let uh, a domestic terrorist take away one right, and that's, that's what this is. This was an act of domestic terrorism. Right, exactly. As a domestic terrorist. And if we are going to allow that individual and, and a handful of, of ignorant people in the media to dictate our public policy, well, then we've already lost. And, and that's the thing that we need to, to really kind of analyze for ourselves. Yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and this just, again, gets, gets under my skin, and I'm, I'm sorry. You know, if you want to come to the table and talk about public policy and, and how you want to take away my Second Amendment rights, because like you, Craig, I choose, and just exactly like you pointed out, I choose to exercise my Second Amendment right, and I do so responsibly. Bring, you know what? Bring, bring some of your rights to the table. Bring, bring your, your Fifth Amendment right against gonna, self-incrimination to the table. Yeah, we'll trade them off. We'll trade them off. Uh, you can only have... Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna. You know what? You can have five of my rifles, but I get to house soldiers inside your home from now on. You know, I could. The first three search warrants, I'll get. I'll go to the judge, but after that, no, you don't get any more. Now, now I can come in without warrant, warrantless search, because that's what we're talking about here. You're talking about taking inalienable rights, my natural rights, my fundamental rights, defined in the in the Declaration of Independence, defined in the preamble to the Constitution, and defined right up until recently under uh, McDonald v. Chicago. You know, in Heller v. D.C. Right there. Well, and one of the things that we're learning is we're finding out who amongst the people, who amongst the politicians uh, who claim to be supporters of the Second Amendment, who claim to be uh, believers in the right to keep in arms, we're finding out how many of them are really are real and how many of them are, uh, well, they're, they're, they're Fair, fair weather believers in civil rights. Listen, you got we got a guy, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to pull punches, Paul Ryan. He's been waiting for this. He's been waiting for something to come out. This guy's not a Republican. This guy's a piece of crap is what he is. And he's been waiting. And all of a sudden, now we can't do anything. We can't move forward on any other policy whatsoever because of this gone on. He's, he's already talking about pulling every other firearm-related issue that's out there. This guy's a piece of garbage, and he needs to be gone. Craig, and I'm sorry, but I, I kind of cut you off. I got about, we got about 30 seconds left if you want to you know, say, say hi to the people and where, where, where they can listen to you and watch you. Oh, well, you can check us out at uh, firearmspolicy.org. Uh, uh, you can also follow me uh, every every week, every day of the week. We do uh, Coffee with Craig on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash gun policy. Craig, thank you for joining us. We'll see you back on the program here in two weeks. Folks, until then, please, please stick around. we got more program coming up for you. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. 
Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Hey, I, guys, I know that was a little bit shorter than we normally have Craig on. He's actually out there doing some of that uh, that Hollywood stuff, doing some of that movie business, doing some of that uh, actor director kind of stuff. So he was he jumped off of that. He actually he said he he ran over to the whole set and he went, ah, cut, cut, cut. You guys are you guys are uh, horrible today. Take ten, take ten. Try and get your act together. And then he walked over to the phone and called us. So <laughs> yeah. He made, he made them sweat it out while he was over there, uh, you know, talking talking to us. So we appreciate Craig joining us, folks. We've talked to you in the past about Army Sergeant Bo Bergdahl. I don't know if you remember Sergeant Bergdahl. Bo Bergdahl was the soldier who walked off his post in Afghanistan. He was the one that just uh, wandered away. And there's a lot of uh, interesting facts. You remember when he came home? Uh, or when they, when they arranged his release, uh, President Obama got up there with his parents. And if you noticed, if you know if you ever noticed, his father grew the beard and learned to speak Pashto while he was in captivity. Now, just just an interesting fact. I'm not saying his father had anything to do with Bo's disappearance, but he was trying to learn that culture a little bit to learn perhaps what his son was going through. So I thought that was kind of kind of an interesting fact. Hey, the army announced that Sergeant Bo Bergdahl will face general court martial for leaving his outpost in Afghanistan in 2009. Here's what happened. Bo Bergdog, the Army sergeant, spent five years in Taliban captivity after disappearing from his patrol base in Afghanistan. He's expected to plead guilty to desertion and misbehavior charges. His court-martial was scheduled to begin later this month. Now, instead of a jury, a military judge will determine his sentence and whether the 31-year-old will spend any more time incarcerated. He faces life imprisonment and dishonorable discharge from the Army. Now, I believe the Desertion charge is a five-year, ten-year charge. I'd have to look that one up off the top of my head. The misbehavior in front of the enemy—that's that's life in prison. That's life in prison. Now, Kevin, it's and this is the same civilian side, the same military side. He's he's facing the judge instead of the jury. Benefits, non-benefits for this. In a military tribunal, there may not be much of a difference because the chief judge in a military court martial would still decide the sentence. Right. Um, the upside is that the sentence can be recommended by the attorney, the, the JAG that's prosecuting him, and that may be part of the plea agreement is that you will agree to plead guilty so we don't have to try you based on uh, that process. In a civil court, you'd end up with a lot more emotion involved. Right, with the jury, be, sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he won't suffer that. Right. Uh, the judge will probably honor the decision by the prosecutor, uh, but then again, sometimes judges don't, and and that's the that's the risk is that you think you have a deal worked out with the prosecutor, and it says I'm going to do you know I'm going to go to jail for 12 years at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, making big rocks into little rocks, right. and the judge goes no, no I'm not going to agree to that sentence. Uh, you're going to go to do 25 years uh, at Fort Leavenworth, or I'm going to send you to to do your time in Guam, yeah. which is which is really pleasant. Right, yeah. right. Uh, prosecutors say Bergdahl left his post without permission in 2009, argued that his actions resulted in death and injury of other troops sent to search for him. Now there's a lot of argument about that. Yeah, there is. An Army investigation found no evidence that that had occurred, though his critics maintain that dangerous helicopter insertions and other exhausting missions may have indirectly contributed to troops' death or injuries in Afghanistan, and that surveillance drones used to track or locate enemy fires, 
fighters may have been diverted for search and rescue missions. Bergdahl said he was beaten, caged, and tortured, held in abhorrent conditions until the Obama administration in May of 2014 swapped five Taliban detainees in exchange for the soldiers' release. The controversial decision has challenged one of the military's bedrock values to always bring back its troops, living or dead. Okay, yes, never leave a soldier behind. Never leave a soldier behind. But there's also... Don't desert your post. Don't desert your post. Exactly right. And we don't negotiate with terrorists because now guess what's on their table? Oh, well, you know, listen, if I want, uh, you know, five of our freedom fighters back, we'll just snatch up old Private Smith over there and uh, hold him over here until they release our people. Or when he when he abandons his post and wants to be part of our little clique, uh, we'll just keep him in our clique, indoctrinate him, teach him all the, the trade craft that we want him to have when we send him back to the world. Yep. And then uh, we'll trade him for five of our guys, and he'll be one of our guys. Yeah, and hope, like, you, like you're... Saying, I hope you didn't, they didn't, uh, uh, um, Manchurian candidate him, you know? They, well, yeah, they, I mean, they, it, they didn't leave a trigger in there to, to activate 10, 20 years later. Uh, one of Bergdahl's harshest critics has been his commander in chief, President Trump, who has called him a dirty, rotten traitor and suggested that in prior eras, Bergdahl would have been executed. You know, mm, he's right. But yeah, they're exactly right. He's 100% right. That's exactly what it had. He is a dirty, rotten traitor. Well, he hasn't been found by the court to be a dirty, rotten traitor. He, he well, he he is about to engage in what I think you would be commonly referred to as a best interest plea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get found guilty. I'm going to get, I'm going to plead no contest and agree to a sentence. Um, and that's going to be where the judge goes. Now you can say you're not guilty. How you want to, I'm still going to disarmably discharge you. And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put you in prison. And now we're going to decide how long I'm going to put you in prison. But that dishonorable discharge, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's with you for the rest of your life. That's a no government job, no government uh, assistance. That's that that follows you. No firearms. Forever. No firearms. Exactly. Right. You're basically a convicted, treated as a convicted felon. It, it's exactly how you're treated. Yeah, yeah. Actually, probably worse. Yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're correct. I, I'll, I'll hire a convicted felon. I'm not going to hire a deserter. Kevin, little fact: uh, only one accused deserter been executed since the Civil War. First off, let me preface that with gone through court-martial, found guilty, and executed since the Civil War. Remember the name? Remember the name? No. Private Eddie Slavik. And it was actually uh, General Eisenhower that signed the order. Uh, that story's kind of interesting. It was one of those, well, the next level will commute it. Well, the next level will commute it. The next level will commute it. And by the time it got to General Eisenhower, Supreme Allied Commander there, he said, well, if nobody commuted it, I guess this guy really, they really, this must have done something incredibly wrong, and they all want, all levels want him executed, and he was executed for it. Now, and I said after a court-martial, there have been plenty of battlefield incidents of soldiers turning and running in fear, and they've been given the get back on the line. You're, you're, the lives of your buddies on your left and your right depend upon it. No, 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 I'm not going. And there may have been an exchange of fire at that point. So uh, those are those are the those are the things you read in the in the subtext in the history books. You know that you don't find in school. You have to you have to go a little bit outside to find them. November 2015, Trump brought up Bergdahl at a campaign rally in Massachusetts where he said, this guy, this guy's bad. He needs to be gone. Trump, after Trump's win, Bergdahl legal team sought to frame the president's comments as unduly interfering with the accused soldier's due process right to a fair trial. In the military justice system, unlawful command influence occurs when a senior U.S. official, up to and including the commander-in-chief, 
seeks to influence the outcome of legal matters. Well, guess what? Here's the problem. He wasn't a senior U.S. official at the he time. He was just a guy. Yep, just, just a guy. A guilty plea could signal an appeal for mercy in consideration of Bogdal's severe mistreatment while in enemy hands. The only problem is the only person that said he was treated severely is him. Well, I guess we can't, can't we subpoena some of these Taliban guys? We'll get them in there? Sure. Oh, no, that's right. We released them. We let them well, go no, we, we could we could probably ask to talk to the ones that held him and tortured him. Of course, I'm going to not expect a lot of guys to hold up their hand and go, no, no, it was me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we bring up the old uh, the old cave book, and uh, we'll do the little uh, the, 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 the cave time, you know, a little video feed with them, and uh, we'll put them on in trial in the court martial yeah, there. You, yeah. Scott, Skype from the... Yeah, um, cave Skype. Yeah, yeah you a little cave Skype. We'll just we'll just get it there. The this move came now, or if you recall, Bergdahl's people, Bergdahl's attorneys, and it's a mix of uh, you know government attorneys and military attorneys and civilian attorneys. They petitioned to have him pardoned by President Obama. Now, guess guess what old President Obama did to him? Oh, listen, you you could uh, you could hear the wind blow. He turned his back on him so fast. This guy, this guy's bad for me. Whereas we thought this guy might have been good for us before to get him back, this guy's definitely bad for me now. So, pending the well, outcome of his trial, Bergdahl has been working at Joint Base San Antonio, Fort Sam Houston in Texas. Let me tell you what a soldier on pre-trial release is doing, especially a guy accused of this. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Sarge, here's your job. You wake up in the morning, you text the commander that you're alive, and then at the end of the day, you text the commander or the first sergeant that you're still alive. And then tomorrow morning, we expect the same yeah. thing out of you. Don't oh, leave, by the way, don't leave post. Don't yeah. leave this chair. Yeah, don't leave. The, that's your job. Yeah, well, Obama got job. what he wanted. Oh, sure. He got to release his five freedom fighters. Oh, there you go. There you go. Hey, uh, we've got uh, we've got more show coming up for you. When we get back from the break, we have Major Bill, who will be joining us uh, since his, his recent hiatus on hurricane duty. Stick around. We have more program coming to you after the break. Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Corporal Benjamin C. Dillon died October 7, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Dillon, 22, of Rootstown, Ohio, was assigned to the 3rd Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment, Fort Benning, Georgia. He was killed in action in Mosul, Iraq, of wounds sustained when insurgents attacked his unit with small arms fire. Dillon who enlisted in the Army during his senior year at Southeast High School in Ravenna, Ohio, had been home in nearby Edinburgh Township about three weeks prior to his death, spending his leave with his family, chatting around campfires and racing four-wheelers through the woods. He rarely spoke about his duties in the Middle East, said his sister-in-law, Julia. I don't think he wanted to worry anyone. Dylan played 
baseball, basketball, and golf in high school, and he graduated in 2004. Bad things aren't supposed to happen to such good people, said Bob Dunn, Dillon's high school basketball coach. Army Corporal Benjamin C. Dillon, you are not forgotten. Thank you, Mike. Uh, if you've got any kind of legal issues that you want to have addressed, feel free to give me a call, 407-480-2179. You can always reach me at maxlorlando.com or on my cell at 407-467-4960. Um, if we can't help you, we can find a way to find someone who can. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Hero. Folks, if you know anyone you'd like to hear in Fallen Hero, relative, friend, read it in a book, saw in the newspaper, it was in a movie, get a hold of us at armsroomradio.com. We'll do a little bit more research. We'll try and wrap up their heroism the best we can in a minute or two, and uh, it'd, be an, it'd be an honor to, to have uh, your input on who we should have on Fallen Hero. Hey, uh, Major Bill would normally be joining us at this point of the program, and we were uh, expecting his call, and he called in and said, oh, got to go, call just came in. So, I mean, listen, this is one of the hazards of having an active-duty senior law enforcement official. And, uh, you know, so he so he said to bow out. We're, we're going to go ahead and uh, lead you through the story that he sent us the, the best we can, and uh, hopefully we'll get him back on the program as soon as we can. Hey, maybe it'll be next segment. I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's up to him. Although I'm betting... With Major Bill, I bet he I bet he pulled somebody over for speeding. 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 You know how fast you were going? 65? No, 63. <laughs> littering end. Littering end. Littering end. Really? <laughs> come on. You don't remember the... Re- come on, come on. How do you not know? We we sit here during the break and we quote Super Troopers, and then as soon as I started on, on I, the program, Kevin looks at me like... Is that a lobster growing out of your head? I'm not sure what that is, sir. I don't, I don't know what's going on there. I just like to watch the look on your face <laughs> when, when I refuse to accept the handoff. No, I, wait. You're the running back. You're supposed No, nope, not taking the ball. I'm glad that's what it was because I thought it might have been a stroke. I, the way you were looking at me, I thought because it was that one eye up and the other eye down. I was like, well, he's either going Mr. Spock on me or that's a stroke at this point. It's a stroke. No, I just have a lot of scar tissue on one side of my <laughs> that's, face. That's right. Yeah. All above the left eye because the guy was right-handed. Yeah. If, if you've been following Thanks, Dad. The, the, the NFL... You know that their ratings have—I was going to say in the toilet, but they're below the toilet. They're, I think they're in the sewer at this Actually, point. Actually, they're, 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 the the they're, they're, they're in the wax ring. They're in the wax ring. So they're ring. between between the top of the between the bowl and the actual uh, the septic actual tank of the sewer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're 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 right there. They're swirling. They're heading down. They're bubbling down. That's where the ratings on the NFL are heading. I, I with, did with absolute good reason. Oh yeah, yeah. Listen, they it, have. It's where they deserve to be. Yeah, yep. They have been kneeling down on the field uh, during the national anthem for the reasons are police, police violence, police, police are shooting minorities. I actually did see something a little bit humorous this week. Uh, the uh, it's, it's it's the picture of well, what are we are we still kneeling down at are we still kneeling down at football games? No, that was for excessive police violence, killing minorities, shooting minorities. Well, what are we doing now? Well, now we're kneeling down because only the police should have guns. You know, we're trying to take the guns away from people now. So that was so last week. We're not kneeling down against the police now. Now we're kneeling down because only the police should have guns. So it's a... Soon you'll be kneeling down to take the guns away from the police. Yeah, but who are we going to give them back to? Because they're okay with people still having guns. It's just where they go. (laughs) I don't have any words. Yeah, no response. Because nothing that that the liberal, anti-gun, anti-constitution, snowflake-hating, you know... fake news story media puts out makes any sense whatsoever. 
we do know that the NFL is going down. Now the NFL is denying it left and right. And I, I took a, a, a glance over just to see if it was true. I did not watch anybody kneeling down, but I went to about, I think it was about halftime. There was the, 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 the Thursday, no, the Monday night game. It was the Monday night game. And there was, there had to be, oh, I don't know, 10, 20% of the stands filled. It was it was horrible. They're almost at the point where I think they're going to do the Hillary Clinton uh, political rally. Okay, we got five thousand seats here, and only eight people showed up. So everybody stand behind her. Make it make it look like make it look like a standing full. room only. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Make it, hold hold these cardboard cutouts of of people. It's you know when when you're out in the stands there. Uh, got the, the producer from Avatar to fill right, the seats. Right, yeah. right. The the NFL refused to allow when Boston police officers were after the, the the bombing up there with the uh, the Boston bombers. And then when the Dallas police officers were killed, they they refused to allow them to put... Any uh, the, kind of insignia on their apparel to indicate their solidarity. The NHL, the National Hockey League's new team, the Golden Knights, opened their season with heavy hearts honoring the Las Vegas shooting victims. They are the Los Angeles expansion team. So... The same week that this horrible shooting occurs out in Las Vegas, the Las Vegas team makes their first appearance. You said Los Angeles by accident. I'm, I apologize. The Las Vegas team, the Las Vegas team, the Los Angeles Kings would be uh, would right. be a team that's been around for quite a while. Las Vegas Golden Knights were playing the first game in franchise history, and they were playing against the Dallas Stars. Were opening their 2017-2018 season on Friday night, as both teams wanted nothing more than to hand each other a loss. But before the action on the ice, both teams stood in solidarity. Not kneeled in solidarity on the ground while the national anthem was being played. They stood together in solidarity, lined up parallel to each other before the start of the game in a salute to the victims of the October 1st mass shooting near the Mandalay Bay Casino in Las Vegas. Vegas Strong stickers had already been rolled out on the players' equipment, and both teams remained together for both the pregame national anthem and a moment of silence for the 58 people that were lost during the shooting. Both the Stars and the Knights stood together. Stood together. There were also some losses uh, on the teams and in the organizations over the past year. They stood together to honor Promise Hamilton, who worked for the Stars as a graphic designer, was the victim of fatal car crash over the summer, and Dave Strader, longtime Stars play-by-play announcer, who passed away coincidentally on October 1st after a fight with cancer. The NHL NHL also shared, the entire league shared Vegas Strong video on Friday. I guess that'd be pound Vegas Strong video on Friday, honoring the victims of the area shooting with sentiment, sentiments from around the league, including stars, oh, Sidney Crosby, Sid the Kid, and uh, Alex Ovi Ovechkin. So these are, these are the two giant names. If you're not familiar with hockey, these are the names. These are the Gordy Howes. These are the Bobby Hulls of, of hockey today. These are the Mario Lemieux, you know, of, of, of today's hockey. So this is the NHL telling the NFL, yeah, got your uh, got your disrespect right here for you, buddy. Got it, got it right here for you, pal. You know, I, I had to play football when I was in high school, and I didn't get to play hockey because the idea of putting the stick in the hands of a mad Scotsman was not a good <laughs> yeah, idea. That's it, yeah, yeah but, that's golf. I think that's what that is. That's yeah, golf, right? Well, that, yeah. well no, the, the game makes you angry. <laughs> yeah, that's it's right. The game makes right, you angry. Right, right. Uh, but I'm going to have to, uh, you know, if they're going to stand up, I'm going to have to look into becoming a hockey fan. There is a... What's you, icing? Uh, icing is when you... It's, it's, it's kind of like a... No, you, isn't it, you put it on the cake? 
Oh yeah, oh, it is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to describe icing for you. Offsides, just so you know, offsides is the same in hockey as it is in soccer. So you should probably get that reference. I should. Yeah, except you probably. I, don't but I should. Yeah, you should. Yeah, <laughs> but I should. Yeah. That's not. It's not the same kind of offsides that yeah. you have in the in the in the foosball. I got, I got daughters too. Right. Thanks. And they right, played right. soccer. You actually as have well. two daughters. I don't know why you said it like that, but you. Because uh, I'm going to yoda you. Okay. Yoda yoda. Got it. Got it. Uh, they. Uh, yeah, the NHL is doing it right. They their 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 sales, their jerseys, they started to go through the roof also this week, and it's been it's been nice to see an organization. Uh, baseball's been a little bit on the fence. They've been hoping to avoid the issue. They had a player out of the Oakland system a uh, uh, December excuse me a September call up that took a knee and uh, you'll never hear from him again it's just, <laughs> he's gone he's gone yeah we got somewhere we can send you yeah, it's called exactly. the minors big yeah, guy yeah, have yeah. a good time that's uh, for those in baseball in the baseball know he was DFA'd he was designated for assignment see you later buddy never hear from you again that's right so hope hope you hope you're joined difference between football and baseball Football, you come up with the contract. Baseball, you come up with the league minimum, and we own your butt for three years. Yeah. So when they don't like what you do, bye-bye. Go see if you can play some junior ball somewhere else, some junior, junior college ball. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com 
That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Wow, last segment happens every time. It just uh, zips on by. Kevin, I, we, we're sitting here on the break. I wish we had another hour to talk about what happened in Vegas. We've got so much more to talk about. I think we'll just roll it over towards the next week. We wanted to talk about... Well, we may have better insight. Yeah, yeah. There's some there's some other issues that we we wanted to talk about, and we'll get them back. We'll get Earl back in here next week also because he's more of a... Uh, the firearms and the technical with the with the, with the the what's going on in the civilian world these days. So it'll be good to have his opinion on that. Uh, so he'll be joining us next week. Uh, a couple weeks, months back, we talked about the head of the DEA, uh, Chuck Rosenberg. He he was he he objected to. He, he, he spoke out of turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think remember, that's the way that we did. If you remember, the president uh, was in Long Island, and there was the problem with the MS-13 gang, and he said, "Listen, hey guys." You know, don't be so nice when you're putting them in the car, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? You know, hey, don't be too, uh, I think it was, uh, don't be too nice. Don't be, please don't be too nice. Right, yeah, don't be too you know, nice. You know, it's, that doesn't mean, look, before you put them in the car, thump them some. That's yeah. not what he said. No. Uh, but that's what uh, Mr. Rosenberg took it to mean, is that you're telling us to meet, treat, mistreat uh, suspects and uh, I want to abide that behavior. Okay, uh, no, that would be a violation of their civil rights. Yeah, but you don't have to be nice to them. This is hi. Cl- can I get you a water? Right, you know, right, a latte. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, this was clearly the new leader, the the new chief executive, motivating his troops, motivating his soldiers, motivating the DE agents to say, you know what, guys, behind you. I stand behind you. I'm not going to show up. I'm not going to send the DOJ every time a soldier, or excuse me, every time a bad guy says, oh, he twisted my arm, you know, or, you know, the, the ridiculous crimes, you know, excuse me, the ridiculous accusations. All of the ridiculous accusations. Are you only arresting me because, you know, I'm black in a white neighborhood or I'm white in a black neighborhood, whatever it happens to be. All that crap is ending. You, the DOJ is not out there anymore over nonsense, looking to hurt other cops. That's what the president was saying. Guys. I've got your back again. This president was the one at his own inauguration. Excuse me, not his own inauguration. It was his inauguration, but it was also the night he was elected, got up on the stage and in his acceptance speech said, I need to thank the Secret Service and I need to thank the NYPD because these guys are incredible and the job they do, putting their lives on their line every day and all law enforcement officers. Right then, right there, that said, got your back. Got your back. And this was more of that. Got your back, guys. 
Gotcha. You don't have to worry about me and the DOJ coming down on you for for worthless complaints. Well, Mr. Rosenberg's got his, you know, he he's got his little butt hurt because oh, yeah. he he's a Comey guy. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly and, right. Panties and, in a wad. And when he when he made those statements two three months ago, I said, well, next time we talk about this, it's going to be former the former head <laughs> of the DEA. And well, guess what exactly. he just said. I, I, I have to quit now because uh, I'm in trouble. Yep. I I can't take this anymore. I can't take all of this, you know, this aggressiveness. So you know what. Buddy, don't let the door hit you on the old backside when you're heading out of the old, uh, you know, Drug Enforcement Administration. But close it behind you. Oh, you absolutely. But close it yeah, behind you. Absolutely. Kevin, I just posted a story up on the old on the old interwebs for all our friends to see on the on the Facebook. It's uh, it's our uh, Facebook.com/slash/armsroomradio. Facebook.com/slash/armsroomradio. This is one of those finds that. I'll go home and check oh, you, my you, house for three you, times you, tonight. You're, ta- you're talking about the Poland thing. In Poland. Yeah. In Poland. Now, I was in Poland last summer. And I, and you I didn't w- think to go through the attics no. of a bunch of old houses? No. No, I did not. I did not. During mm, What no- were you thinking? <laughs> During normal roof repairs, legendary assault rifle was discovered. First off, the rifle was not assaulting anyone. <laughs> but but a, 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 a semi-automatic. No, this would have been an automatic. This would have been a military automatic rifle was discovered. This is the find of a, of a Second World War rifle was made in Poland. The Sturmgewehr 44 was under the roof of their house. So this is in the, the attic, the flooring up there in the attic as they're trying to redo the attic above the second floor. I remember, this was a, a few years back now in in Los Angeles. Somebody turned in a Sturm, Sturmgewehr 44 in a gun buyback, and they got a, they got a whopping $200 gift card for it. And a Sturmgewehr 44 was also turned in at a gun buyback in Hartford, Connecticut, too. That story had a happy ending, however. The officer in Hartford knew the historical significance of the rifle and allowed the op- the owner to keep and sell it instead. Because there was nothing illegal in Connecticut at the time about owning that rifle. He just and, and educated it, him on what it was. probably had what was we commonly refer to as bring-back papers. Correct, correct. Unlike in... California, there's no way for this to be legal. They took it, put it in a smelter, probably, and uh, and made the smaller oh, gun parts out of it. Oh, I bet it's not smelted. I bet it's in somebody's personal collection. Yeah, it's California. I don't. I think those are the, they're so righteous they can't have it for themselves. What what turn in? You're talking <laughs> exactly. About. Yeah. You're talking, yeah. He, t- he took it's, that two hundred dollars out of his own pocket. It's with it's with my slide fire stocks at the at the bottom, at the bottom of the bottom of the, the uh, bottom no, Mer- uh, lake. This was over the Marianas Trenches, where my boating, oh, right. boating accident occurred. <laughs> you were in the Atlantic, so, uh, I understand. Yeah, that's, and so recently there was a Facebook page that posted this. Is the Ghost of Eastern Front posted pictures of the Sturmgewehr 44 discovered under a roof. And this is, uh, I guess, just the, the translation. It was in the attic when you watch the video while they were doing repairs. Repairs were done because some rotten boards looked like they were about to come crashing down at any time. When the workers started removing the boards in the dust, they made the dis- discovery. This rifle was wrapped, and now I watched the video. It looked like it was wrapped in a wool blanket, and then it had some canvas wrapped around it also, and it was tied. It looked like a, like you know, you bring back a pork chops from the butcher, you know, perfectly tied in the white paper with the the string on it. This was in the the wool blanket with the canvas around it, perfectly tied. And now when you've watched them come out, now first off, the uh, the Polacek is there. The, the Polish police are there. They're they're there stand they're standing around, as if, you know they want they want to see exactly what's in it as as well, and you you can't really tell right off, and 
they start to cut. There's a guy wearing gloves, like there's a, like he, he's uh, he's Grissom in CSI all of a sudden, <laughs> and he's he's got the scissors, and he's starting to cut the strings. And as he cuts the strings, and he, and he takes the first layer of canvas off, he pulls out the two mags. And as soon as he has the mags in his hand, I'm like, oh. Stumgevar. Stumgevar. <laughs> Stumgevar. If you want to see what one of those looks like, uh, you can go watch the movie Fury. Yes. Because uh, War Daddy, played yeah. by Bly Pitt, is is actually using a captured Stumgevar. Stumgevar, yes. Um, and they they cut these off, and he takes the mags out. And when he pulls the magazines out, just briefly as he goes to set them down, you can see the rounds in them. The mags are still loaded. Two mags, still loaded, sets them down. That, now again, that's the important part, because... Find they only ammo. made 2,000 rounds of ammo for each one of those rifles yeah. when they manufactured them. Find find that ammo, yeah. Now, then he continues to cut, and I'm like, it's going to be a Sturmgewehr. It's going to be a Sturmgewehr. And he starts to cut, and it's literally opening it like a... It's it's more of a unwrapping a mummy in the desert, you know, in, in, in Egypt, I think, than it is a Grissom, you know, going going through looking for microbes and bugs to to analyze on CSI. But he opens it up, and I see the stock, and I go, oh, my God, the wood the wood looks kind of... And then the sun hits it, and he, and he dusts it away, and I'm like, it's intact. It's intact. It's so intact that as he opens it up, the original canvas strap, the the, the Kansas... is still there. It's still there. It's still there and clipped in. And it's all in Polish. I've got one of my friends in Poland trying to get me a little translation because I want to know if they're doing the, oh, my God, you're so lucky that rifle didn't shoot us, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or if they're doing the... Oh man, the guys at the PD—they're gonna love this one. You know, yeah. this is gonna be a department weapon tomorrow. So I'm trying to figure out. You know, my 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 Polish is is about uh, four words, and half of them uh, are, are please bring get, me a beer. I had to yeah, get to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. So the, it's, the, 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 a lot of people have said that the Stungavera was the inspiration for the AK-47, but while they have a similar appearance. Left they're, side charging handle. They're, yeah, they're very, you know, very, very different in size. Mags look similar, but yeah, you're right. Listen, it may be an inspiration. As the Russians went, or, or Kal- uh, Kalishnikov went, oh, I want one that does that. I want one that does what that does. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's about it. You know, that's 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 about the inspiration for it. Uh, but it's a, it's definitely, oh, I, I can't wait for the follow up. And again, I've got, uh, I got my my friend. Uh, if you're listening, uh, uh, Leo Leopold, uh, he's 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 gonna he's doing a translation on it for me. So, and they got the internet over there. So you know, he might. Yeah, be they listening. have the internet everywhere. He might be listening. Eh, not everywhere. I mean. Where? Well, usually, usually when I'm when I really and need other it. Than, other know, than like, my, other than where you are yeah, at the moment. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Usually when I really need it, yeah. there's no. Anytime internet. I'm near you, the internet goes working. <laughs> uh, hey, I want to thank uh, our Greg, our Greg, our guest Craig today, mm-hmm. <laughs> Craig Deleuze for being on the program. Uh, 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 thoughts go out to everybody, obviously out in Vegas. We need to say hello to Major Bill. Please be safe, sir. We know you're working your working your butt off out there. I uh, hope everything went well for you this afternoon. We're unable to to call into the program, Kevin. Anybody, anybody that wants to call in, we're looking for sponsors. You want to be on the program? Give us a shout, armsroomradio.com. And until next week, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Don't be caught dead in a gun-free zone, and we'll see you next week. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. 
Keltec. See more at KeltecWeapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 